What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 15 of Big Fly Pod with your co-host Christian Myers and myself, Ty Lewin. Today, we're going to get into the top 10 prospects uh, that just came out with the top 100 list that the MLB.com just posted. We're also going to roll through and continue our series of recapping or reviewing each of the teams throughout the MLB. Right now, we're currently in the NL Central with the Cardinals and Cubs being last week. And this week, we're going to roll in with the Brew Crew the Cincinnati Reds, and the Pirates. But before we get into anything, let's check in with my co-host, Christian. Christian, I know you're a little under the weather right now, but at least you're not going on the IR and you're here today. Dude, that is true. Yeah, we are under the weather. I caught whatever's been going around, but nonetheless, for the people, here we are, ready to roll with episode 15. Milestone, milestone, milestone. Super excited. Let's let's go right into it. Let's go right into it, dude. Uh, top 10 rankings came out. Gunnar Henderson, number one prospect in all of baseball. Uh, obviously a prime candidate for the opening day lineup for the Orioles. Uh, but we're going to roll through the top 10. And then, Christian, if there's anybody outside the top 10 that you think should be in there, we're going to ask that here in a little bit. But just rolling through 1 through 10 here, starting with, obviously, Gunnar there at the top. Corbin Carroll, outfielder from the Arizona Diamondbacks, being number two. Francisco Alvarez, who saw some big league time at the toughest time of the year last year against the Braves in pivotal series after series and in the playoffs. Jordan Walker, a absolute unit that's coming out of the Cardinals organization, projected to be in double A this season. Is it Anthony Volpe or is it Volpe, Christian? Volpe. 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 New York Yankees shortstop, prime candidate uh, to get some playing time this year if they do struggle there at shortstop. Uh, Number six, Andrew Painter, right-handed pitcher out of the Phillies organization, projected to be in double-A. Grayson Rodriguez, projected to be in the starting rotation for the Orioles this year at number seven. Number eight, Jackson Churio, uh, through the Milwaukee Brewers, double-A, outfielder, very exciting prospect there. One prospect that we've mentioned here quite a bit uh, due to where the the Red Sox are going is Marcelo Meyer at number nine, shortstop for the Red Sox. He's currently slated at high class A, but that could change uh, very quickly by the end of the year. Finally, rolling out the top 10 at number 10, Ellie De La Cruz. Just like Jordan Walker, a unit and a very exciting player, a third baseman and shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds, uh, projected to get some playing time this year. So, Christian, I know I'm going to ask you about who you think should be in the top 10 and potentially who shouldn't be in the top 10. But if you were to predict, hot take, if you were to predict out of the top 10 players right now in the prospect rankings, if you're putting your money on drafting one guy from that top 10 for your organization that can lead you to a World Series here in the next five years, who are you picking? I'm taking Anthony Volpe. Uh, no doubt about it. He's, I mean, he's such a stud who went to, I think, a smaller high school in New Jersey, but the same high school that Jack Leiter went to, actually. Um, and everybody since he's been in high school was saying he's, going he profiles as a very Derek Jeter like player which just is interesting that he is in the Yankees system but I think of all these guys just based off what I've watched of them uh, even though it's maybe a little bit minimal for some as opposed to others I think Volpe's one of the more polished players in this this class of prospects and so if I had to 
take one to put on my team to base a franchise around for a long period of time, that's who I would rock with. Excellent pick. Excellent picking. Yeah, there's there was a lot of talk about, you know, the Yankees potentially not going after a shortstop, just projecting what this kid can turn into. So that is very, very exciting. Another guy that a lot of people don't know about, which maybe obviously people in the baseball community would, but people that don't maybe watch baseball every day, Andrew Painter, another uh big time prospect out of the Phillies that People are even saying that he could get big line, big league time this year, and he's a double A guy. Um, there are just it is absolutely insane what players are starting to see come into the big leagues, like guys like Gunnar Henderson and Corbin Carroll and Frisco Alvarez. Now, Christian, if you're taking one guy out and putting another guy in, what swap are you making from a guy that's outside the top ten that you'd flip with somebody that's inside the top ten? Yeah, I think just looking at it right off the bat. I know I, I've talked about him maybe once or twice, but I would throw Kyle Harrison up into the top 10 uh, and swap him with Marcelo Meyer. The reason being is that I think that Harrison has a better chance of getting into the big leagues this year and having more consistency if that happens than Mayer does. Now, obviously, we know that the Trevor Story injury could put Mayer up in the big leagues probably quicker than expected. Um, but I think Harrison's one of the better better pitchers in the top 20 right now. Um, he's at number 18 on the full 100 list, but I think he's one of the best left-handed pitchers there who I, I kind of feel like once he gets up, unless it's just for a spot start later in the season, I think if they put him up into sort of a bullpen role at first, I don't think he's going to be going back down to the minor leagues. So I would jump him in and swap him with Mayer for those reasons. Great points, great points. Now let's roll into our NL Central segment where we're finishing out the division, starting with the Brew Crew. Now we're seeing sort of a question mark at second base right now, but what it's rolling out to be is catcher's going to be William Contreras that went around in that big trade that happened with the A's, the Brewers, and the Braves, where that brought, um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name, Uh, Sean Murphy, thank you, thank you, Tyler, Sean Murphy to the Braves, but sneaky, sneaky little trade where William Contreras went over to the Brew Crew, Rowdy Telez over at first base. First base, excuse me. Second base, Bryce Turang, a rookie, uh, projected right now to be on the opening day roster, starting at second. Luis Urias at third base, Willie Adamas at short, Christian Yelich in left, Garrett Mitchell in center, Tyrone Taylor in right, and Jesse Winker at the DH, who was traded over with the uh, with the Wong trade where Wong went to Seattle. Looking at the starting rotation as well, you're seeing, of course, the typical names of Burns, um, Peralta, Woodruff, and those guys, and then potentially some, we'll see, potential spots there. I mean, Christian, this is a team that just stays around forever. They seem to make moves that People don't necessarily agree with making the team better at the time, but it seems like the long-term plan or this organization, it just seems like they're putting themselves in a position to potentially win every single year, but some years better than others. 
But I'm look, I'm looking at that starting rotation and going, I don't know how people are downing are are you know doubting them at all based on that rotation. Yeah, I don't think it's the rotation that that leads to the doubts. I mean, they've had a solid rotation the last couple of years, and I think it's still pretty good. I think where their big question marks come is uh, on the offensive side of things, where you've kind of just got a hodgepodge of names in there to fill out the lineup. Um, and then the same thing at the back of the bullpen. I mean, they made that move with Hader last year that kind of left everybody scratching their heads. And, you know, I mean, I know I remember Yelich said something about how he was really just not happy about it and he didn't understand what they were doing and what the uh, trajectory of that organization was going to be. And it's, it's, it's weird to kind of look at it and project it because they have some names in there that, fill in pretty well I mean they just picked up Brian Anderson last week from the Marlins who I think could be a good pickup for them offensively uh but you know that division I mean the NL Central and the AL Central are both so wide open that who knows what that Brewers team could do it could be you know a team that goes and wins 85 games and gets a wild card spot or they could be you know lucky to break 70 and I think it's just too hard to to guess at what it's going to be at this moment. Yeah, I mean, you still got Devin Williams at the back end of that bullpen uh, with the nastiest changeup in the game, uh, and a guy that really has gone from that setup to closing closer position. But uh, again, their bullpen and through their rotation is still stout. Guys like uh, Christian Yelich, which I saw in a video here earlier today talking about players that needed to step up here in 2023. He was one of them. Seems like he's been dealing with a lot of injuries and some other things that have kind of made it more difficult for him to have success over the last couple of years. A couple other guys like Mike Brousseau is on that lineup there. Victor Caratini, former Cub. So a team that, you know, I think that they're just going to go out there and just be a solid squad. And we'll see if they make a big move at the deadline to fix up that, um, you know, that lineup. That is something that, from what I'm seeing right now, is is potentially of an issue. But Christian, I think I know we talked about the top ten prospect rankings. Um, but I mean, if I'm looking at the rankings right now with, um, oh my God, what is his name, uh, Trio. Or any other names right now out there that you could see any impact, like uh, Sal Frelick, number 30 on the list? I mean, any names that you're seeing right now, or they're kind of, it seems kind of bleak with their farm system right now. Yeah, I had uh, Frelick on my list of people to talk about because I knew you had hit on Churio a little bit um, when we went through that top 10. And, you know, Frelick's a guy who's a little bit undersized, but came out of Boston College and just finds ways to use his athleticism to his advantage and it makes up for for his little bit of lack of stature there um just i mean drives the ball into gaps and isn't going to come out and hit 30 home runs probably but you know will have a good on base percentage and be able to put put himself in scoring position um a lot for them especially if he hits at the top of the order which is where i think he could end up um hitting for Milwaukee when it comes time for him to get up there and then looking towards the pitching side which I think they're going to need some help in the bullpen this year so we could see a guy like Robert Gasser who gets up into the league at some point to be a sort of middle relief kind of guy he's kind of a low to mid 90s left-handed pitcher who uh, is I mean a Juco bandit 
out of Delta College in California, where he was the California Junior College League leader in strikeouts his only year that he was there. And just uh, a lot of really good command, really effective on both sides of the plate. Um, And I think that he's somebody who could make an impact for them this year if they do end up needing help in the bullpen or at the back end of their rotation at some point. Now let's roll into one team that is super underrated and exciting this upcoming year is the Pittsburgh Pirates. They've made a couple moves this offseason. They brought back Kutch. Huge move just from the standpoint of I think they're going to bring a little bit back of that flair that they used to have with the Pirates before these down years came about. But looking at their lineup right now, dude, this is pretty stout. O'Neill Cruz at short obviously came out of, uh, you know, I would say out of nowhere last year, but brought the whole you know, new element to the game of just this all around unit uh, in, in baseball. And so super excited to see what he can do in year two. Brian Reynolds, outfielder, center fielder, asked for a trade this offseason, but we'll see if that maybe they look towards moving him at the trade deadline or they end up having a big year. Brian Hayes, that third base, an excellent glove over there. G-Man Choi, a former Tampa Bay Ray at first base. As you mentioned, Kutch there in outfield as well, in the outfield as well. Carlos Santana at the DH spot. They picked him up here this offseason. Jack Sawinski, a fun little player out of the outfield. Rodolfo Castro at second base. And then one of the best defensive catchers in all of baseball, Austin Hedges, picked up this offseason as well. Looking at the starting rotation, I know they had a couple hype videos for these guys, <laughs> uh, but Ronze Contreras, Rich Hill, Mitch Keller, Jonathan Brubaker, and Vincent Velasquez. So I could imagine that Pirates fans are finally a little bit more excited about what's to come here in the future after a couple you know, good drafts and um, making some underrated moves. I mean, it's not a team that it right now is probably projected to make the playoffs, but you know, it's a bunch of younger guys and some really, really solid uh, veteran leaders across the field and in the in the clubhouse that I think can put them in the right direction. Uh, some exciting prospects coming up. But Christian, if you're looking at this team right now, obviously probably better than the Reds, and we'll get to them in here in a sec. Are you putting them potentially if the starting rotation for the Brewers don't do well this year? Do you think they surpass them in the standings or am I maybe projecting something a little too stupid here I think that's a little bit too optimistic ah! for, for my for my thought but you hot know, takes, like hot you takes said, they, they do have the power of those hype videos which is why I laughed um, because <laughs> I know exactly what one you're talking about too which is funny but it is I mean they're building a pretty good lineup there for the years to come I don't think it's going to be good well, I don't think it will necessarily be good yet, but I think like in two years time with the young guys that they have and some of the, you know, the prospects that they have coming up, I think it could become a dangerous team in a few years, but I don't think that they're there just yet. Um, now I'm going to have, you know, a take kind of like yours with a little bit of optimism on the next team. Uh, but for Pittsburgh, I mean, they've got some some really good talent, you know, Cabrian Hayes and O'Neill Cruz, like you talked about, Jack Sawinski, who you also mentioned, for me is a super underrated player um, as well. I mean, we saw sparks of him last year that could very well come back this year and be even stronger now that he's had some time under his belt. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the Pirates necessarily are 
are in a position where they can kind of take anybody down in the standings yet. But who knows? I mean, like I said before, this division's so open right now that maybe that young talent and a mix of the couple older guys, and who knows if they end up making a deal for Reynolds and what they get back for him could be could be key down the stretch if if that's the case and if they're close to being in contention. Yeah. And going into the prospects that are coming up, and probably a guy you were going to mention, but uh, uh, I'm going to call him out right now is Quinn Preister, a guy that is likely to see big league time this year. Actually, a hometown kid from uh, um, uh, he was, I believe he was Kerry Kerry Grove. Grove High School. Yep, yep, Kerry Grove High School. Um, ninety ninety four ninety five in high school or something ridiculous like that, and has just been. Rolling through the uh, the minor leagues and is now in AAA this upcoming uh, season. Right now, he's projected to be there, but may we may see him hopefully uh, in spring training and uh, see him dominate some of the big league bats because this dude's got some powerful stuff uh, from the right side. Uh, but uh, any other prospects you're looking at right now, Christian, that you're you know potentially we are going to see here this year or people we should watch out for. Yeah, so I, I left him off my list of guys to talk about because I figured with you being the Illinois guy, you'd hit on him. Um, but I have, you know, two, a pitcher and a position player, as I always do. And my position player is uh, Ryan Valade, who was actually a Rocky for a while and was one of our pretty big prospects um, for some time and ended up getting put on waivers this offseason and the Pirates picked him up. And I think it's it's going to add to their depth a lot and be a really good piece for them because he'll be able to play every day in the big leagues now. A true contact hitter, I mean, doesn't doesn't strike out a lot, puts the ball in play, uh, which, you know, worked out really well for him in his handful of years in the minor leagues, and he was actually in the Futures game a couple of years ago during All-Star Week. Um, so now that he gets a chance to play every day, I think it's going to be good not only for him, but also good for the Pirates as well because he's, I mean, you know, he's a four-tool guy who might, you know, might be able to see some power numbers at some point. Um, And then the pitching prospect that I have for the Pirates, again, knowing you would talk about uh, Priester, Priester, however you say his last name. Um, But the one that I like a lot is Hunter Barco, who was one of the – top left-handed prospects overall when he was in high school and then chose to go to University of Florida and dominated in the SEC. I mean, was the number one at Florida for a couple years and then ended up having Tommy John in May, which led him to fall into the second round of the draft. But the Pirates uh, took him anyway, despite the TJ. And I mean, a low three-quarter guy who just moves the ball all over the place really well. I think if he rehabs super well this year, in a couple years, he could probably step into like a three or a four role right behind Priester or Priester in that rotation. What a breakdown, dude. Incredible. You have so much knowledge of these guys, man. It's awesome. Um, you know, one, one take I have about the Pirates that I hope that they do, and obviously I know that the robo-ump thing is coming here in the future in MLB. And I don't know what that's going to look like. I know that may be still a ways out and they're trying it right now in triple a, but I, 
I would think that for Henry Davis, who right now is who is their number one overall pick out of Louisville, uh, a catcher, would I would hope that with Austin Hedges now being their catcher, and he's only signed for just this year, I do hope that they have somebody that when they bring up Davis that they can fulfill kind of that defensive veteran level or veteranship. And I'm hoping that they bring back Hedges because Henry Davis is a very, very exciting offensive talent. Um, but I think that if the Pirates really want to make this all worth it, they better make sure that this guy is well prepared from the defensive side. And I hopefully they bring back Hedges. That's just a small take I have. Now let's roll into the Cincinnati Reds, our last team here in the NL Central. Like the Pirates have been struggling the past couple of years, um, had a couple years ago when they had Trevor Bauer, and they had a very potent lineup to had a chance to move through the playoffs. Unfortunately, lost in the wild card, I believe to the Braves. It has been a rough go since then, but they have some very good young talent. They have some guys in the farm system that are coming up right now. What they're saying is is that they're looking like from the outfield standpoint is going to be TJ Fridell. Will Myers signed from the Padres, a longtime Padre that uh, obviously from the Padres perspective, they had to make a move because they're trying to obviously let some of their younger guys come on up and trying to sign some other players. Um, Nick Senzel, who was a star talent right away, sort of fell off a little bit. Again, it's, it's young in their career and it's a lot of, opportunities right now for them to succeed yeah can you hear me on infield first base joey vado heavily injured last year a guy that dealt with a just yeah can you hear me on odd injuries that you know unfortunately he just just lost my some issues there but he's gonna be rolling over there first base jonathan india uh, former NL Rookie of the Year at second cool. base. I just lost my Shortstop is going to be Kevin Newman, seconds. who came on oh. over from the Pirates. Uh, Interdivision inner move right there. And third base, they're saying Spencer Steer right now is going to be that third baseman. DH-wise will be Jake Fraley. Looking at the upcoming starters, Hunter Green, one of the most exciting young starters in all of baseball. Uh, over 100-mile-per-hour fastball is going to be leading the top of that rotation along with Nick Lodolo, uh, Nick. Ladolu, who is an excellent young talent as well. Rolling through the rest of that rotation right there, Graham Ashcraft, Luke Weaver, and Luis Sessa is rolling out the rest yep, of yep. that starting rotation. So, yeah, Christian, yeah, if we'll we're looking it. at this so I lineup have no clue starting what you rotation, said at all about the rest. I know you had. It sounded like you wanted to say a couple yeah, hot takes yeah, about we'll this team. Yeah, we'll fix it. So uh, I have no clue about. what you let's, said uh, let's at all about the Reds because that's because I jumped on to hear I can. Lodolo, Sessa, and Ashcraft. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's our I, first time I losing the internet. Uh, I, I was talking. Lodolo, I think I said Sessa some words uh, about you uh, that were inappropriate, I, so I do apologize. I, um, I also think that I messed up some of the words be, I was saying is too because I've never had to roll solo team this with this year. podcast. This is where so um, my you know, I, I unfortunately have to blame your internet connection. Could be, and uh, we could talk could about that after the podcast. Team this but, year, and this is where my optimistic take come date comes in because I think if one of either the Brewers or the Cubs kind of skid a little bit, I think, because I think if one of either the Brewers or the Cubs kind of skid a little bit, I think that that Cincinnati has 
enough enough ammo there to be able to kind of shoot their way into Cincinnati has enough enough ammo there to be able to kind of shoot their way into content contention for maybe second place in the division with what they have at first base with Votto and then a couple of young guys like Chin for maybe second place in the division with what they have at first base with Votto and then a couple of young guys like India, India, who I'm sure you probably mentioned, um, and Senzel, I think could go with that starting, who I'm sure you probably mentioned, um, and Senzel, I think could go with that starting rotation, rotation that I caught you talking about there at the very end, um, and pair really well and be something that kind of takes chin that I caught you talking about there at the very end um, and pair really well and be something that kind of takes people by people by surprise. I think that's super young starting rotation. We saw could be one of the best names in baseball where they really could be one of the best players with that in all of baseball starting rotation. We saw some everybody's talking about them. People saw them. I saw today really people saying, really good all together. They can all be higher. Who knows? Maybe now with all the excitement around this kid and change and the potential impact you have on the squad. What other guys should we watch out for now that they've all got the Reds organization right now that you're like, these are guys that have maybe, a potential maybe put that to be a very high impact player for the Reds something in the future. Really exciting. They put that together and do something really exciting. Are you serious? High school and then... Oh, okay. Yeah, so I uh, I don't know too much about what they have on the pitching side in their farm system now. Just... Yeah, so I uh, I don't know too much about what they have on the pitching side in their farm system now. Just because just because so many of those young guys are coming up and have graduated um, off the prospect list, but one of the so many of those young guys are coming up and have graduated um, off the prospect list, but one of the uh, positional players that I really like for them is Matt McLean, who is a a rare member of the very positional players that I really like for them is Matt McLean, who is a a rare member of the very small small fraternity of people to get drafted He's twice nasty. in the first round in the MLB draft, drafted out of high school in the first round by fraternity of people to get drafted twice in the first round. 
in the MLB draft, drafted out of high school in the first round by the Diamondbacks, didn't sign, went to UCLA. And then, yeah, um, I think it backs didn't sign, went to UCLA. And then, yeah, um, I think it might have been. Yeah, I mean, well, he's already had Tommy I don't. I don't remember if it was the same year as Um, Brady Aiken or maybe the year after. But, you know, with just – I don't. They're, I don't remember if it was the same year as Brady day, Aiken, how, how or maybe the year after. But at this point, um, um, actually, I think it would have had to have been a couple so years interested after. He only got drafted a few years ago out of UCLA. Reds but be the sneaky uh, team um, this year. Actually, I think it would have had to uh, have been a couple years they, after because he only got drafted Cubs, a few years uh, ago out of UCLA. Uh, for, for but um, taken taken again with with a first round pick. Well, that wraps up the NL Central. Folks. And this time did uh, we'll be moving over to the NL East. Is, I mean, a really uh, next week, really again which with, is with, uh, obviously first round pick by one of Cincinnati. the most exciting divisions in all of baseball. Is from I mean, a really really good good infielder where they would play him at the big league level. I think is hopefully going to have. Right now, whether it be shortstop be or third base, infielder, where the they would play him at the big league level, I think is kind of TBD. Right now, whether it be shortstop or third base, to be announced um, he could be kind of like a Bregman, where he plays shortstop super, for maybe a year or two and then moves over what to third. But I think with um, he could be kind of like a Bregman, where he plays shortstop for maybe a year or two and then moves over to third. But I think with... This is if the best time for them to have the World Baseball the Classic. I think that and could be a I'm really hoping scary, that a lot of guys don't um, back out at this point. Some guys have, base like Luis Castillo and some India other names. Up the I'm middle. hoping that we can continue I think that to could keep be a really all these scary, names out there because it's the best shortstop second right base combo Christian, that would that would also probably hit off. either one, two, or two, three, something like that in your order. No. Uh, so McLean's a guy to keep an eye on. Could also probably hit either one, two, or two. Yeah, three, something as, like and that. I hope your picks are in your order. So McLean's a guy to keep an eye on for sure. For sure. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, with the Reds, I don't, I don't have too much knowledge about their pitching. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, with the Reds, I don't, I don't have too much knowledge about their pitching. Uh, I love pitching it. I love depth it. In All right. Well, thanks everyone too. for tuning in. Give a take and on we'll anybody since, like I said,